Hello and welcome to 27 Retail's podcast. I'm Vincent Panels. Today, my guest is Dorian Magnus, a leader marketing at Kiabi Belgium. Together, we discuss about customers' experience online and in-store, uh, and we also discuss the different efforts that the group makes when it comes to CSR and sustainability. Without further ado, here's my chat with Dorian. Hello, Dorian. Welcome to the show. Hello, Vincent. Um, I'm very glad that you're here because now I have a fashion retailer on uh, the podcast. Um, and uh, let's start with the first thing, which is kind of important to know, is what are in great lines the customers' expectations when it comes to, to fashion today? Uh, I would say that if, if you look at customers' expe expectations sorry, in fashion today, there are two big elements. That, that comes to my mind, maybe because I'm, my, my, my mind is maybe a bit uh, gazed by, by Kiabi, but uh, what I observe is that most clients are really, really looking for, first, the, the, the first element I would say is pricing, and the okay. second element is convenience. Pricing, well, as I said, it, it might be based by, by, by my Kiabi experience, because of course, Kiabi, it's, it's fashion at low price, so of course, Our clients are clients that are mainly looking for 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 fashion at, at low price and that that are paying a lot of attention to the to the to their budget and, and the amount that they are paying. Uh, but convenience, uh, we, yeah, we, we see that more and more uh, clients are looking for, um, for instance, uh, payment solutions that are easier. Uh, if you look at uh, at Klarna, for instance, it's a, it's a payment solution that we uh, decided to um, to implement at Kiabi, but that are actually present in many many uh, fashion actors, and not only fashion actually. Uh, and, and I would say that even convenience is not only for fashion; uh, it's for for uh, for e-commerce in general and, and for for business in general, because not only uh, uh, it, it's not only online. Huh? Klarna, so uh, the fact that you can pay with a 30 days delay. Uh, so you purchase and then you pay with a 30 days delay. Uh, we are also looking at implementing these solutions in our shop. So not only online. Klarna is mostly present online, but we can also use this kind of solution offline. And we see that people are more and more looking for those kind of solutions. Uh, if you look as well at the, at, the, at the marketplace, it's also a way for them to make their life easier. Um, and that's why at Kiabi, we, we, we are uh, for a few days present on Zalando. Uh, the second hand as well, that's also uh, a convenience. The fact that, okay, they are looking for okay, uh, maybe um, secondhand items, but directly located near today to their to, to new products. So that's easier to get, uh, to get access to them. Uh, the easiness in um, delivery. Uh, for instance, the, the, the e-reservation e service, that's a service that is working very well and not just for Kiabi, you know, for many, many, uh, many uh, brands that, that, that did put this in place. Uh, we saw at Kiabi, for instance, just to give you an, uh, a number, uh, it's between 20 and 25% of our turnover. Uh, online turnover, of course. So we see that a lot of people are using those kind of solutions and are really looking at it. Uh, and, and that's why at Kiabi also our, our baseline is to make the, the life of families easier. And voilà, it's, it's, it's because it's also a trend in the market that people are looking for ways to, to facilitate their life. And, and that, that's interesting that you mentioned pricing and, and convenience and that certain solutions are implemented on, on e-commerce or online and not immediately offline. Do, do you see a difference between your clients who are shopping in the physical store and the, shop, the ones who are shopping online? So for me, those two elements are present both online and offline, but of course it's reinforced online. Uh, okay. We see that also in online, people are way less loyal 
uh, they, they are way more uh, opportunist, uh, way more demanding, way more challenging. So for them, it means that convenience and pricing is even more important, and it's very easy for them to compare with other uh, with other brands. Uh, so we see that online is even more important to make the the the, the journey of the um, uh, of the clients as easy as possible, even more than, than it's also important offline. And we really try to make both consistent with each other, of course. So that, that's actually going to be my next question: is, is how do you make sure that then your you get to offer the you get to offer the same experience online and and offline actually? Well, at Kiabi, that's a big topic because, as I told you, our goal is to facilitate the life of families. So that's really a big, big topic internally. Uh, and and first of all, we try to make sure that teams are talking to each other. We, we are trying to to break the silo internally because very often okay it's a different team that is looking at the uh, the, the website and that is looking at the at the at the shop and it is huh? internally you have a team that is looking at the concept team which is uh, building the concept of the shop for the physical shop and then you have a team that is working on the on the website but what we do is that we make them talk to each other uh, we we have for instance a visual merchandiser for our store who is talking to or e-merchandiser, uh, so online merchandiser, and even if they are not physically in the same team, we make sure that very regularly they talk to each other, um, making sure because, for, for instance, we have online, we have way more products than offline. So uh, it means that online you can find uh, yeah, this, different articles, but even sometimes products that we don't sell at all in the, in the shop, but you can find them online. So we make sure that um, the online products are also highlighted in the shops, uh, making sure that the clients they 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 are also aware of the, those uh, those items when they are visiting the shops. They are also aware that they can find them in the in the website. And how we make that? Well, because our visual merchandiser is talking to our e-merchandiser. The fact that they talk to each other, okay, they know which product they can they can highlight the or or or. or um, or what we told, what we call the kiabers. So a kiaber is a kiabi employee. Or kiabers in the shop, uh, they are supposed to know what what people can find online. I'm not saying that it's it's perfect today, and that's really stuff that we are working on. Huh? But how to make sure that uh, basically in the shop, everyone is also aware of what is available and the website and 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 the reverse. That's actually uh, oh, yeah, I mean. we an interesting uh, concept, and 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 you mentioned the the, the easiness for families, uh, which is your your mm -hmm. target group. Um, you launched not too long ago this reservation pro project that that you could, as a family, reserve your slot for coming to try on the clothes that you want to to possibly buy. So you reserve online and you go and try them on in the store and buy them in the store. Do you already have some some early results about this online reservation project? Uh, so it's it's pretty early. Uh, we uh, so it it was launched a few few weeks ago. So it's a bit too early to say okay for sure uh, we got uh, this increase uh, blah, blah, blah. But what we already observed because we always compare different shops and we implemented this in our shop in uh, Liège. Uh, so that's easy actually for us to compare the the performance of the Liège shop versus the other shops. And what we see already that indeed for the last few uh, uh, few few weeks we see that Liège has the highest. Uh, uh, increase in terms of e-reservation. So, voilà, it's, okay. it's too early to to make any conclusion uh, because those voilà, those figures are, are quite um, variable from one week to another. But it looks like it, it took some time. Now, the first few days, weeks, we didn't see any uh, impact, and now we really start seeing an impact. Okay, 
And um, now I would like to move on to a, a different section uh, and, and start talking about sustainability and, and more the CSR uh, part. And, and I did uh, a bit of research and, and read somewhere that someone was explaining in this sustainable fashion uh, is now an oxymoron. So in the industry, uh, it is expected that retailers offer uh, clothes which are sustainable with uh, sustainable uh, uh, fabrics uh, that the people who actually constructed it or uh, put the clothes together actually are well paid or paid uh, accordingly. Uh, do you also believe that sustainability becomes a, a precondition for the uh, fashion industry today? Well, uh, for me, the thing is that we have a responsibility as a fashion, a fashion actor. If you, if you look at the fashion industry, it's one of the most polluting industries. So yeah, we have a responsibility as a fashion fashion actor. So for me, yes, we 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 have to act for uh, uh, yeah for 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 uh, uh, indeed you, making sure that we use a, a, a more ecological um, material to build the the, the to, to make the, the clothes, which is what we are doing. And we have more and more items that are uh, what we say internally is eco designed. Uh, if you look at the baby baby kids clothes. Uh, almost all the items are eco-designed, uh, means that they are made with um, uh, bio uh, bio cotton and those kind of uh, those kind of material. So that's something that we are really looking at internally, uh, and we are also working on the how um, uh, oh, I don't know how you say that in English the circularity the circularity. Ah yeah okay uh, so the the reuse of certain uh, voilà. fashion items uh, obviously. Voilà yeah. exactly so it was few uh, it was last year in August that we opened our first um, our first uh, second hand corner uh, in our shop in Westlands. Uh, first it was really a, a place that was dedicated to second hand uh, in the shop so it was about 20 square meters uh, now we implemented it all our shops and actually we directly integrated it to the to the to different uh, to different shelves so we we uh, for instance if you're going in the uh, woman uh, woman part then you will get some second hand items mixed with non not second hand items with first hand items which means that also the um, the journey of the user the, the user experience is way more uh, fluid uh, that's what I, I told you earlier, and the fact that we really try to make it very fluid, um, because basically they can find the items directly, uh, uh, directly in the in the in the different shelves. And uh, what we did as well is that now we implemented what we call the key back. So it means that we uh, say to our clients, okay, if you bring us uh, secondhand items. Uh, we give you, we offer you uh, five euros that uh, you can use, a uh, five euro voucher that you can use in the Kiabi shop to, um, um, yeah, to recompensate the, the, the client, the fact that they are giving, uh, uh, the fact that they are giving uh, items. And why we do this? Well, because we need items then to make sure that we can sell them to, to, to our clients. And it's really in our, uh, uh, in, in this, um, circularity uh, politic, I would say, of, of Kiabi, the fact that, okay, we see that we have a role to play uh, and that uh, our clients are really um, demanding for this, huh? especially the Belgian clients, actually. We, it's interesting because it's something that we launched not only in Belgium, we also launched it in, uh, in France, of course, uh, but also in Spain, uh, uh, in Portugal. Uh, and what we see is that in Belgium, the, the, the sales that we are doing per uh, square meters, I would say, uh, is way, way higher. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, I, I don't remember, double or triple 
the the the, the turnover that uh, that uh, the other uh, shops in the other countries are doing because there is really the um, the Belgian people are really looking at secondhand items are used to it uh, secondhand you have the uh, tweedehands uh, uh, .be website that is one of the most visited website in Belgium uh, no true. of course you have Vincent but voila it's Belgian people are really uh, used to this uh, and, and and looking for this and that's why we really see that uh, secondhand uh, at Kiabi in Belgium work way better than in the countries actually that's that's uh, a good a good uh, innovation that I didn't know, to be honest. Um, but but I do wonder one thing though, because you mentioned that your your two key element for for Kiabi is pricing and convenience. Mm -hmm. Is it actually something that you you can really associate with uh, sustainability and and do customers understand it? Because you have to communicate this. I expect to customers who say that okay, yeah, uh, I can have I can have uh, sustainability, but I would expect that there's a price for it. How do you actually manage these customers uh, and, and how do you tell them what you all do? Indeed. So that's that's a very good point, actually. Um, so, of course, we, we, we communicate on this. Um, well, the idea is that well, like Kiabi, it's still um, fashion at low price. So it's also the opportunity for them to get other brands than Kiabi. Because when I say that we sell secondhand items, it's not Kiabi secondhand items. Huh? It's from any brand that they can have at a Kiabi pricing. Um, and given that, yeah, our clients, one of their main uh, criteria is pricing. Yeah, of course, it's it's important. But still, we did some research, and we see that yeah, some clients they 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 know they they, they uh, because it, well, that's about secondhand. But as I told you, we have also a lot of uh, eco designed items, etc. And of yes. course, this comes to comes with a with a price. Uh, if you want to go for a, a responsible fashion, of course, it comes with a price. And we see that, yeah, indeed, some clients are ready to ready to pay for it. But I was at a as, at a conference last week, and um, there was a study made by uh, Safe Shops, and they said that only 12% of Belgian people uh, are ready to pay more for a sustainable uh, fashion. So it's it's interesting because if you ask people, a lot of them will say, yeah, we, I'm concerned about this. But when you ask them, okay, are you ready to pay more for this? Not yet. So, then it starts um, to be complicated, all right. Voila, voila. And for us, yeah, it's it's complex because indeed we, we know that when people come to Kiabi, it's also because voila, it's, it's at low price. So uh, indeed, it's, uh, it's a challenge and, and voila, we try to change a bit mentality to make sure that they understand that okay uh, sometimes some pricing but it's not it's just not possible to to keep with this pricing just because uh, indeed there are there are some some materials that are more and more expensive uh, but in the other hand it's also important for us to keep some pricing always at the same level because okay people know that still at Kiabi they can find fashion at um, at low price but still we, we have a short time and we make sure that we always respect uh, the uh, allez. That you uh, respect your, your guidelines and your your voilà exactly uh, your your I would say DNA when it comes to sustainability and, and voilà. prices and and but actually indeed for yeah sorry no I, I said yeah indeed for a brand as Kiabi it's even more challenging to to because as I said we know that we have a role to play we know that we are uh, responsible for uh, for this because because of the industry uh, the, the the fashion industry but it's really a challenge because yeah we, we have to deal with some clients that that are not always ready to pay more 
That, that, that's actually very, very good to hear because that's one of the big challenges of the fashion industry, not just with Kiabi, but with other retailers that I've had the chance to interview. And, and I wanted to, to uh, mention actually one of your, uh, uh, one of your initiatives. Uh, and one of them is the fact that you don't have any Black Friday anymore. Uh, that is actually quite uh, interesting to see that customers now who were actually aiming for a Black Friday cannot find it at Kiabi anymore. Um, do they accept that? Is it something that you actually see that has a big result? Yeah, it's it's. Well, I, that, that's actually. Um, uh, so I, I told you about the figure around that uh, only twelve percent of Belgium are are ready to pay more. But in the other hand, yeah, it's for second year, I think. Uh, well, we, we did it two, two times, and this year it will be the third year that we will do the, the Good Friday instead of the Black Friday. So what it is, it means that we don't do indeed any uh, promotion on that day. Uh, and what we do is that for every ticket that uh, a person is uh, is doing, uh, we give, Kiabi gives uh, a certain amount to an association. So last year it was to, uh, uh, the first two years, no, last year it was to uh, Resto du Coeur Belgique, and the year before it was to uh, Lectirien. So voilà, every year we are giving to another association. So indeed, we try to transform this into, into something good. And we see that it's working super well, actually. Huh? Uh, the, 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 the results that we are doing on those days are very good. Uh, and in the end, it's even better than when you're doing super hard promotion. And that's in the end, you, 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 I mean, you're, you're not selling a perte uh, because that's not, uh, that's not possible. But still, you're not doing any, uh, any margin on, on a Black Friday, I would say, because you're doing so hard discounts. And in the end, you see that when you don't do it, well, clients are actually ready to pay the full price. And they are happy that actually they, they, they participate to something good. All right. Well, that's actually a good note to, to end is that you can actually, with this example, demonstrate that uh, sustainability comes at a price, but voilà. you can actually find innovation, innovative ideas yeah. to, to include exactly. the customers in that, uh, in that uh, process. Um, I could talk about uh, Kiabi's uh, efforts uh, in sustainability all day long with you. Sadly, we have to conclude our uh, show today. Uh, Dorian, again, thank you for uh, your presence and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Well, that's all from us today and I hope that you enjoyed it. I invite you to also check out the new format of this podcast. 20 Cent Headlines is the new item where I rapidly update you on the retail stories of the week. Also, don't forget to visit 20centretail.com for more retail stories and join me next week for my discussion with Jean-Gabriel Mollard about the current transformation of the food industry and the upcoming CL in Paris. Till then, thank you for listening.